0: The
1: Target Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Target Podcast powered by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host Deshaun and with me in studio today are football analysts Nigel Nyka and Mark Stradom. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning, gents. How's it, gents? All right, cool. So we're going to discuss this week's Premier League action as we so often do. I'm going to kick things off on Saturday, starting with Wolves versus Tottenham. Now, Tottenham coming off a shameful defeat 4-1 in a London derby. Your thoughts on that, Nigel?
2: Yeah, I think I expected more from Spurs, especially going 2-1 up, um, but they didn't manage the game. They looked like they lost their heads a bit and uh, yeah, they allowed a, a, a sub Chelsea team to to beat them at, at home.
1: Mm. Uh, Mark, I know uh, you uh... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. um No, look, look, let's just, let's leave bygones, let bygones be bygones. <laughs> yeah.
0: Your thoughts on that defeat though, do you think Ange bounces back? It's it's going to be difficult for him, considering that he, he lost his whole back line. Um, Madison also got subbed during the game, which uh, is, is is his um, key man. And um I think we will now see his real work, mm. because I think they've been consistent from the beginning of the season, playing with their full team. Um, maintaining that um, top spot so I think um, it's time for him to mm. do his real work now yeah I think both clubs need a victory in this one you know you look at yeah. Wolves
1: losing to Sheffield 2-1 last time out I mean Sheffield I think that was their first uh, league win of their campaign yeah.
2: yeah first league win in the season yeah.
1: yeah I mean ridiculous and then you look at the performance against Man City where they where they beat them 2-1 I mean incredible it was giving uh, Pep Guardiola his first league loss of the season incredible stuff who gets uh, one over in this game
2: I'm going for a squad draw 2-2 mm. uh,
0: uh, I, I expect goals yeah. yeah So I'm going for a squad draw Yeah. Against Wolves and Tottenham Draw yeah. uh, I don't see that I think uh, Wolves I think they, they, they've reached their limit I don't see them getting the win Yeah I'm giving it to Tottenham 2-1 mm.
1: Okay uh, Man United versus Luton I think you know as a United fan You never know what to expect when they come out
2: yeah, 100%. Uh, they look like they're picking up some form in the league. Three wins from five. I mean, so uh, they're turning the corner in some way. Mm-hmm. Some positives to look at. So yeah, they'll look at this Luton game as another chance to win.
1: Mm-hmm. It is a home game for uh, Eric Tanog. Surely, if he gets defeated,
0: could be, could be trouble. Yeah, I think his seat is quite hot at the moment. There's a lot of pressure on him. And not just with him, with the squad as well. He also has um, a lot of injuries, so it's it's a very difficult one for him. But I do believe that his his job is under immense pressure. Mm. But uh, they are at home. Yeah. Um. Luton gave a good account of themselves against Liverpool. Unlucky not to come away with the victory, but I believe they 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 did do well. Um. They matched Liverpool, which is is, is something good uh, good to take from from that game, and um. They will be going to to United confidence. Yeah. And if they can match that that same energy um where they played against Liverpool, I think they can they can hurt United in mm. this one.
1: 100 percent Your thoughts,
0: uh, your predictions rather? I'm giving United a slender two-one victory.
2: Yeah. United just win it, maybe two-not.
1: Mm, fine margins indeed.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: moving along to Arsenal versus Burnley. Now <sighs> the gun is the subject of Heaps and heaps of talk, (laughs) Um, VAR decisions, Ateta's comments, the club coming out and supporting him. Um, You know,
0: what do you make? I'm supporting him too. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think something has to be done. I mean, I think we sat here and we spoke about the Liverpool and Spurs game where they were robbed as well. And we felt hard done by for them as well. Not just because it was Spurs benefiting, but mm. it's it's the game being brought mm-hmm. into disrepute. And um, when it happens to you, you feel it even mm. more. So I think the, the Premier League is difficult as it is. And there's such such small margins involved. Mm. Um, you expect uh, a higher officiating level.
0: Mm.
1: The Gunners are at home in this one where Eddie Ketcher has been in fine form. Do you think he gets in a score sheet in this one?
0: Ah, there's no question about this. Um, I think um, Arsenal will have way too much for Burnley. Over 3.5 goals? Over 3.5 goals for me. And the victory? Definitely the victory. Despite all the noise that's happening around Arsenal now at the moment, um, I think they recover from this. Mm. And uh, I would accept nothing less than three goals. Yeah, I agree. I think we we need to turn
2: the corner, uh, especially with uh, put all this noise behind us. And uh, Burnley have struggled as of date, so coming to the Emirates is going to be a tough task.
1: Mm. Okay, your prediction, Naj. I'm going three last Arsenal. Three nil Arsenal. Okay, Crystal Palace are hosting Everton. Everton with a. Shall I say consistent run of form yeah. right now?
0: I, um, I will accept that. Yeah, I don't sound overly confident. But I, I want to I take your position now, just for two minutes, and and ask your prediction and and what you make of this game, Dish. Mm. Well, look,
1: we've only got one defeat across our previous three league outings, and there have been glimpses of um, performances under Sean Dyke. You know, very, very uh, improved. Shall I say? Um, I think the the move to uh, move to Corey. Further up the pitch has been yielding dividends. You know, mm. uh, they've also pinned him down to a long-term deal. I think they gave him a, a year or two extension. Mm. So you know, a new and improved contract. I'm sure they could see that um, clubs could be looking at him. You know, your, the likes of your uh, Brentfords, maybe West Ham, uh, possibly even in Brighton. You know, looking at uh, Ducora and you know his his abilities. So I think there was a good move from Sean Dyke mm. against Crystal Palace at home. I'm expecting us not to lose. You know, I think more um, sit back, soak the pressure. Up. Yeah, it's it's um, it's an away game for yeah. for Everton, and I think um, Sean Dyke win at home, draw on the on the road. Mm. You know, that's that's the way he he, sits he sits does it up, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and um, I think Crystal Palace have more firepower than Everton do. Mm. But maybe that firepower isn't jelling right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan Ayu, very good attacker. Um, even uh, Jeffrey Schlapp gets forward. Uh Otten Edward, you know, he's also very clinical for it. So I am wary about them. And I'm sure Sean Dyke has done his homework. Crystal Palace, um, currently 11th. You know, mm. very, very strong performances from them. So I'm going to go to draw on this one.
0: Yeah, I, I, you, you, you said it all, Tish. Uh, so <laughs> I'm. I'm agreeing with you on this one. I'm going with a 1-1 draw. Yeah, yeah mm. I
2: see both teams scoring and also mm. a draw.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, moving along to Bournemouth, Newcastle. Uh, I think Newcastle kind of running, uh, riding their, their wave right now. Um, undefeated across their previous five league fixtures. Um, only outscored by Man City in the league. Surely it's uh, it's trouble.
0: Yeah, definitely. Especially after Bournemouth got torn apart against City mm. I think their confidence is, is on the floor now and um, Newcastle you say that they're riding the wave they're playing well um, unfortunately they lost in the Champions League so they'll be looking to recover and, and, and bounce back but we're not denying the quality they have and, and the way they've been playing so I think this is a difficult despite being at home for Bournemouth it's going to be a very difficult game for them
2: mm. Yeah I agree I think Newcastle take the points here easy win for them away from
1: home yeah your prediction I'm going 3-0 Newcastle I'm giving him 2-0 mm-hmm. speaking of teams riding the wave Aston Villa uh, they strong back-to-back league wins before succumbing to Nottingham Forest 2-0 out last time now I, I didn't see that I don't think anybody here yeah. could see a defeat uh, for Una Emery's high-flying Villa outfit um, what do you make of that that result by the way I think uh away from home
2: they've been a bit shady, but at home they've been excellent. So maybe we can put it down to that. Mm. Um
1: Douglas Luiz has been impressive yeah. uh for them. I think at, at uh at home he scored like in the previous six, six or seven, yeah. six games running now. Yeah. So twelve in a row at home wins too.
0: Imagine, on consecutive.
1: Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. I'm sure that's a villa record.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they think really well under Una Emre and mm. I believe they will come away with a victory again.
1: Yeah. Do you think they um Maybe it's gonna be a bit of a open gates against Fulham.
2: Yeah, I expect goals. They've been they've been scoring a lot of goals, and uh, Fulham a bit uh, uh, leaky at the back. Yeah, air.
0: Mm. Uh, so I expect goals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prediction on this one? I'm going three one 3-0, Villa. I don't think uh, Fulham will get any uh, goals in this one. Mm.
1: Well, it will be um, sort of dry run because they play Man City and Arsenal the next home fixtures. Fulham.
0: Aston Villa. Aston
1: Villa. So, you know, they've got two. Uh, they play Fulham at home this weekend. Then they're away to Tottenham and Bournemouth before mm-hmm. returning to Villa Park to face City and Arsenal. That's like...
2: It's a tough yeah. run of fixtures. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, you speak about that December... Uh, That's a December That, period, yeah. know, that December run and they start... Yeah. They start with that. So I think it's... Um, Una Emery will be looking at that fixture as a must to win for mm. them. Um, moving along to Brighton versus Sheffield. Brighton not in the most purple patch if I if I can say. I think um they're winless across their previous five in the league, and it's the longest that um that rain has gone under Robert De Zerbi, and I think it's still since he uh was appointed.
0: So they need to find their early season form. Do they get it, yeah? I, I think so. I think so. Um, well done to Sheffield for for getting their first one. Um, I know that the Premier League is, is a is a difficult um, is a difficult league to to play in, and it's hard to come by victories. But I don't think um, Brighton will change their approach to the game. They will will stay with their their mindset and and how they they play their game. They will attack. Um, and I think they'll have enough, especially at home. They will have enough to to get over the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think Brighton should turn the tide in their poor results so far. I mean, Sheffield did well to win their first game last weekend, but I think Brighton will be too strong for them. Okay, your prediction? I'm going two
0: 0 Brighton. Yeah, I'm I'm with Nigel on this one.
1: Mm. West Ham take on Nottingham Forest now. Nottingham Forest have been incredible at home. You know, we just spoke about um, their victory last time out against Aston Villa. They're one of five top-flight clubs to remain undefeated on home soil. So, absolutely incredible job to Steve. Cooper and company over there. Mm. Um, West Ham come into this game on the back of three straight league defeats. Mm. That that um those runoff results I've seen them fall to, I think it's 14, 12th in the yeah. in the in the log. Do you
0: think they maybe resuscitate their the season in this game? I, I do think so. I like I, I don't understand all the noise behind David Moyes and his job after three consecutive defeats. Every team loses. Man City lost two games. Mm. There was no noise about uh, Guardiola. I'm not comparing the two managers, but it's a similar situation. Every team goes through a patch. Arsenal lost two games in a row. There's no talks, you know. And um, West Ham, um, um, David Moyes, he won a trophy, was it last season? European champions. Exactly. So yeah. losing three games, how can they start making noise about his job? But that's a, a different discussion when I think um, playing at home, I think they bounce back here yeah, against Nottingham Forest. Definitely, they'll
2: be looking to target it. Three losses on a row is not good at all. So, uh, targeting this forest
1: game for mm. a win. Your prediction? I'm going 2 0 West Ham. 2 1 West Ham for me. Mm. Speaking of teams, uh, three on the bounce. Brentford coming to this one with three wins across their previous three. Um, incredible work from Thomas Frank uh, to turn around the club. You know, you look at um, the 3 2 victory against West Ham, 2 0 against Chelsea at the bridge Um, and of course that was after a 3-0 victory uh, uh, against Burnley Um, they're up against Liverpool at Anfield this game surely there's some fireworks
2: (laughs) yeah it's going to be a tough trip to Anfield but uh, they come in with some confidence as you say three wins on the bounce Um, if any team has done well against Liverpool it's this Brentford team in the Mm. past so they can go there with some confidence and hopefully get something maybe even a draw
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I know um, we know what Brentford can do. They they do have a history of of shocking. <laughs> yeah, some of the big hitters yeah. in the, in the game. So they do have that on their side. They're doing well. Thomas Frank, good coach. The team is coached well. No, they 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 stick to to their principles and and they do do play um, some good football. But as we all know, going to to Anfield is a different animal. Um, the crowd can intimidate you. Where you know can put you off your game. But Liverpool against um, the, the the previous game didn't look. Um, so convincing, mm-hmm. yeah. But when they play at home, it's it's a different situation. So I think it will be a bit too much for Brentford there, yeah? mm. and um, their run will end there yeah, against Liverpool.
1: Mm. Um, you know, Liverpool conceding just a single goal across their previous three league outings. I mean, that's that's pretty solid for them. And yeah. I think um, you know it would be a stern yeah. test for Brentford. But they also play fearless football. They play yeah. high high intensity attacking, and they will definitely. Um, cause Liverpool's defence yeah. some, some headaches. Um, your predictions in this one? I'm going, I'm going 3-1 Liverpool. I'm going 1-1. Mm, interesting. Nigel Nika. Yeah. Um, we'll have to watch that one there closely. <laughs> um, to round things off, Chelsea are hosting Manchester City at Stamford Bridge. Now, I think this could be the perfect time to play City, if there ever was um you know you look at uh, city's recent run of forms defeats um chelsea bouncing back uh with a statement victory against um tottenham top of the log tottenham um Your thoughts ahead of this fixture? Uh,
2: I think Chelsea did really well against Spurs. They do really well against the big teams this season. Uh, They struggle against the smaller teams a bit. Mm. Um, So this will be a great opportunity for them to play against a City team who will attack them a lot and they will have to be playing well on the counter. I think Um, that'll be the best uh, point of view for Chelsea to attack the game. Yeah.
1: Mm. Do you think Nicholas Jackson's hat-trick, how can I say this? Gives him the confidence to play the bigger clubs now. Maybe take the shots on sooner. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm happy he, he got a, a hat-trick um, in the Premier League. Uh, it will boost his confidence. It hasn't been um, the perfect start for him at life at Chelsea. Um, for, for the whole team, in fact. Mm. Um, so I, I was happy with the results. They, they did well in the, in the game against um, Tottenham. Um, there is signs that they are improving. It yeah. will take time. It's a new squad. A lot of new players... So it's just a matter of time until until it starts clicking. Mm. Um, One of those players would be Cole
1: Palmer, former yeah. Man City man. And, you know, I think he's adjusted well to his position at
0: Chelsea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the type of player he's, he's confident. He's learned from the best. He's played with the best. So I think it's it's just rubbing off onto the players. Sterling's been been very good. Um, Mudrik has come in and, and had a small... Um, input in the squad. Um, Fernandez, we know what he can do. Casado starting to come in. So, so there is signs of of improvement. Uh, Pochettino, we know that he's a he's a good coach, and he he will definitely turn around um, this Chelsea team. Mm.
1: I mentioned Cole Palmer just a few minutes ago, but Mark also mentions Raheem Sterling, and that's a former Man City winger yeah. as well. So you've got two. Uh, ex-City players looking to get one over their former club and former manager at Guardiola? Yeah, I think they'd love that. I mean, I think Palmer
2: didn't find a route into the first team and I'm sure he would want to get one over mm. on his former. And Sterling as well, I think he's wants to show that he's not done. I mean, mm. showing that already in the Premier League, some good form already. So, yeah, points to prove, definitely. Mm. Do you think Nicholas
1: Jackson is the man to lead this line for Chelsea?
2: Look, uh, hats off to him. He's got a good hat-trick last week, but I don't think he's a funny finished product just mm. yet. I think he runs the channels well, but uh, he's a bit still raw in terms of his finishing. So he still needs to learn a bit. I think uh, they're missing Nkunku, who looks to be the finished product already. So maybe yeah. if they can get him in, or maybe even Ivan Toni in January, then they could be a force. Mm.
1: Yeah. Do you think if um Amando Brojo was fit and available, Will he start?
2: I think he would start ahead of Jackson because he offers more and he's a bit more of a goal threat as mm. well. I think he holds the ball up well. And uh, yeah, for his size, he's a big bully here. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah I, I agree with, uh, with Nigel 100%. Um,
1: looking at the Chelsea defence, Reese James and Levi Colwell starting on either wing-back uh, position. I think Javi club captain back um, just big, makes... Yeah. yeah, you know, it's a big-name big player. Yeah. But also the fact that you've got probably top three right-backs in the league in these yeah. James, surely he's going to run that channel like...
0: Like his own, yeah. like he's been doing for a long time. Um, there's no question that he's a quality player. He, he gives a lot to the um, to the Chelsea team, despite being a right-back. I know his ball's in, his runs. He's, he's a leader now, so that's another chip on his shoulder. And I'm, I'm sure Pochettino will be delighted to have him back in the squad. Mm.
1: Um, Chelsea don't travel anywhere. Um ahead of the fixture against Man City who uh I, th- I believe they played in um Sweden against Young Boys if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's, um it's,
0: do you think that um gives them a slight advantage? I don't I don't I don't think Manchester City need any motivation. I mm. think just playing at that club is already all the motivation they need. Um mm. Haaland got a brace yesterday. Um Foden looking incredible. Alvarez uh, we can sit here all day and talk about this Man City team. And winning that game against um, young boys obviously will boost them coming into this fixture. Mm. Um, Chelsea, you know, six six days
1: rest. You know, City had to play in the midweek. Do you think um, they go out with more energy than, than City? Yeah, look, they've been bringing the energy at the bridge this season, especially in the
2: big games. Uh, against Liverpool, they were excellent. Even against Arsenal, they were. They started games really well on the front foot. So they want to start the game against City in this manner again, but I think City will be too strong for them. They have the players to deal with it and manage the situation as well.
1: Mm. Erling Haaland has scored 67 goals in 70 appearances <laughs> for it's Man crazy. City
0: across all competitions. <laughs> it's robotic. Um, I mean, yeah. 67 goals, 70 games. Uh, it's it's incredible. It's he's a scoring machine, you know, yeah. and he's he's making the Premier League uh, look like easy, easy. Just call it what it is. Yes, it's it's simple. And I, I'm I'm hoping Chelsea or, or Thiago Silva and and De Cersi, um they analyze the way he plays because I I I can't see where they will stop him here in this game. Mm.
1: Surely it has to be Thiago Silva who will be in charge of Man marking him. I think yeah. with Thiago Silva's
0: experience, experience and,
1: yeah. you know, just being a big game player, you know, he's played for yeah. Brazil, he's played for PSG, uh, AC Milan. You know, I think um, this is his duty
0: as a, a leader in that back line. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you with the experience, but does that experience help him throughout the 90 minutes? Because in the first half, OK, it's, it's fine. He might win the battle there, but second half is where it counts because he won't stop running. Mm-hmm. That Man City is all over the field And Haaland surely won't stop running He's in the box He's, he's always in the right place And can Thiago Silva match that? Mm. That's my only question well, Let me ask you something does, does Haaland score in this game?
1: Two goals <laughs> Nigel, do you agree?
2: Yeah, I think he definitely gets on the score sheet He would be looking, licking his lips at this Chelsea team Who consider mm. a lot of goals as well So definitely he gets on the score sheet
1: Yeah City uh, are currently top of the log um, Nothing new <laughs> um, Do you think They stay there Throughout this Chaotic December period
2: Look it will be difficult There's a few teams In it right now And it's just like A three point gap As well So mm, From I think, first
1: to fourth yeah, yeah
2: So I think Liverpool and Arsenal Will have a say in that But it is a chaotic December period I think We will see Like how the table touch take shape in December. So yeah, we'll know who's the pretenders and who's the actual title challenger.
1: <laughs> mm. Well, I think City, you know, with the next, uh, the upcoming fixtures, you know, they play Chelsea away. Then it's Liverpool at home, Tottenham at home. So they're going to be put through the ringer. And, yeah. you know, um, would, would Liverpool and Tottenham chasing them? On? I think Tottenham being second, Liverpool being third, Arsenal being fourth. Mm. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy when you think of it. Do you think Guardiola navigates all three challenges?
0: I I think so. I think he should get six out of nine. It's just unfortunate that um, Tottenham have lost their whole back line. It would have been nice to see a full Tottenham squad uh, challenge the City team just mm-hmm. to see like how far they are. Um, and if they really um, title um, contenders this season. And Um, their
2: record against Chelsea. Exactly. um,
0: We we know what Liverpool will bring to the table. We saw what Arsenal did last season. So I think um, it's unfortunate um, the situation Tottenham are in now. But um, if you're talking about the uh, the next uh, fixtures, what about Chelsea's next five fixtures (laughs) as well? That's another thing to (laughs) go by because where do they get points in this schedule? Honestly, I think the fact that they don't have to travel
1: really helps them, you know, and that's why I asked both of you individually, you know, City have to travel, they're involved in many competitions, Chelsea, mm. they've just got the Premier League to focus and that's why they will be judged on the Premier League only, only. at the end yeah. of the season. You know, if you look at um, season objectives that are handed to the manager, I'm sure he's literally just got one or two, yeah. you know, uh, maybe get a striker scoring, you know, get, get one of the strikers to hit over 20 goals and, and work for the top four. Yeah, and, yeah. get us as close to that as possible. Yeah. I'm sure if he's outside of top six in the first year, there could be some trouble. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that that's really some of his objectives, you know, mm. um, maybe replace certain positions as well. Um, refreshing up the squad and there'll be assurances, but I think for them, they will be judged on these, on these, yes. yeah. you know, how did you perform in the London derbies? Mm. How did you perform against the so-called big six? Mm. How did you perform against treble winners, Man City? Man City? You know yeah. that's definitely an objective. Yeah. Uh, going undefeated in some of these games because you know your United's, your Liverpool's, those are the, yeah. the games. As a, as a Chelsea supporter, you don't want to come out and catch a hiding yeah, exactly. to, to Tottenham. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you want to be dishing that out. So I think there'll be no excuses for Pochettino. With that being said your predictions I'm going 3-1 city I'm going 3-2 city mm. I'll have to wait and see how those uh, <laughs> come out gentlemen it's been a pleasure discussing all things Premier League with you uh, until we meet again next time
2: thanks Desh. thanks Desh. thanks chance. <laughs> hit the
0: target or-